Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Chad David Smith, VP of Product Strategy, iOffice, discusses the interactive employee experience, the next generation of IWMS. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, thank you for attending Cornet's Technology Playground. Uh, my name is Bobby Rorlack with Savills, um, and I have the pleasure today of introducing Chad David Smith with iOffice Corp. Uh, Chad has over 20 plus years of integrated workplace management systems experience. Uh, so Chad is going to be giving you all a little bit more detail of what iOffice does. Uh, please welcome Chad. Thank you, Bobby. By the way, as we go through this, if you can't hear me in the back and I drop the mic, let me know, please. So uh, thank you for coming. I guess I've got an experience question for you guys out of the gate. Is everybody comfortable as you're squeezed into those chairs right now? Or Yeah, okay. So uh, one of the things we try to do at iOffice is make sure that our employees, the people that we work for, have ample space for what they're doing. So I'm going to talk more today about the whole concept of employee experience, why we think it's really important in 2019, why... Uh, Experience matters, to quote the uh, the uh, the name of this conference. So I'll walk you through where we're heading, why we're heading in that direction, and why we think it's important for the industry in general. Uh, our vision at iOffice is really to connect people to their workplaces, especially as we work in agile and flexible environments. And it's not just just for the sake of making people comfortable and happy. That's super important, but it's ultimately to drive a better business outcome. So there are reasons why we do that. And it's not purely what we're saying, it's really what the industry is saying. So different analysts from Gartner to Verdantix, others have really studied this quite a bit. And what's important in 2019 is uh, as the workplace has evolved over the last 10, 15 years, as we're working in flexible environments, as people like myself work from home, I travel to our Houston headquarters office on a regular basis, I need simple tools that allow me to quickly reserve a space for myself uh, reserve spaces for collaboration and conference rooms with my team and other teams that I have to work with and make it as simple and easy as possible. Connect me to my, to my workplace so I can get my job done and I'm not frustrated finding places where I can do my job. The other component of this, as I said, is really trying to drive employee engagement and experience and I'll, I'll try to define what I think the difference between employee engagement and experience are. But ultimately, those concepts around the employee to empower them so that they can ultimately be more productive, be happier, uh, feel engaged in their, their, their workplace, and have the digital dexterity, what, what Gartner calls digital dexterity, to do these things. So um, just to kind of pull that apart a little bit, employee engagement really kind of came from the HR world. It really started there, as did employee experience, but it's quickly been picked up by the corp corporate world for good reason. So initially... Employee engagement was about making the employee feel like they were of value, that they had a job that they liked to do, that they were using their best skills, that they had a roadmap to success for growing within their company. And the employee experience is really kind of built off of that. So it's really kind of extended as I try to engage people within my company uh, in order to make them happy and productive and, again, driving the bottom line. How do I give them the tools to engage in the workplace? So that's, that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about employee experience. How do I give them the right tools to get to the right spaces, the right services that support their overall mission as, as an employee? So I think the big question, as Bobby said, I've been working in the industry for about 20 years. Um, man, that time has flied by. 
Uh, I started as a young architect, got pulled into space management as an architect, and I quickly left architecture and got into technology with no regrets. But what I've learned over the years working in IWMS is we were supposed to be solving a lot of these problems before we even knew what employee experience was. And so I think the question that we have to ask ourselves today is what, what worked with IWMS, what didn't work with IWMS? I think the, the first thing we really need to think about is why did IWMS come about? And the, one of the primary drivers was all around total cost of ownership, trying to drive down the total cost of ownership of the workplace, uh, corporate America and all those expensive leases, the cost of space, that was really one of the primary concepts. Ironically, IWMS is really only added to TCO. Historically, these systems have been super expensive. You're spending millions of dollars to buy them. You're spending probably the same amount of money to install them on local hardware. Um, you've had uh, lots of services involved to configure those systems and make them run and update on a regular basis. So they've historically been super expensive. So ironically, they didn't really drive down the total cost of ownership. The second piece of this, where IWMS came from, was around the whole concept of integrating disparate systems. Thank you. Go back. Thank you. So integrating disparate systems. And that was really back in the days when, and there's still lots of clients in this similar situation where you might have a space management tool and an operations or maintenance tool over there, a lease management system over, there, over here. So the concept was try to integrate these disparate systems. And while IWMS did that, they didn't necessarily do it in a way that really helped workplace managers. They often overcomplicated life for people. Sometimes you forced operations people to work like a space manager. Uh, they also didn't really look well at the outside integration to other systems uh, and do that in an easy and cost-effective way. So the, the, the system or the, the paradigm has shifted on that front as well, and IWS didn't really, didn't really fulfill that. The other concept here is that IWMS was defined as five pillars. So looking at space management, real estate and lease, capital construction project management, environmental sustainability, maintenance and operations, right? And what we found over the years, and this was kind of a truth that was buried within IWMS, but we never really talked about it, is that fundamentally space is the absolute foundation of everything in the workplace. If you don't know what your spaces are, what types of spaces you are, you don't know how to manage those spaces and connect people to the workplace. You also don't know how to manage and operate and maintain those spaces. You don't know what your chargebacks are gonna be and how to push, pass through your costs from a lease accounting perspective. Uh, and you certainly don't know how to manage the uh, energy and sustainability of your spaces if you don't know what they are. So the whole notion that there were five equal pillars was a bit of a fallacy. And so um, that whole focus kind of um, diverted dev dollars away from space management, some of the other critical workplace services that we should be focusing on today. Number four, the whole concept of what we're talking about today, employee experience, this stuff didn't exist 10, 15 years ago. So when IWMS first came out, um, we were, as I said, we were really focusing on total cost of ownership. We were focusing on integrating these disparate systems, but we Truth be told, we weren't really focusing on the employee. We certainly were barely focusing on the workplace manager and trying to make their life simple. So the notion of EX, employee experience, UX, user experience, those are fundamentally new to the market in the last five to 10 years. And last but not least, most of the IWMS tools that are on the market today came about 15, 20 years ago, perhaps even further in the past than that. 
and they were on-prem, on-premise. What I mean by that is they were all installed locally, you had to have your own hardware, uh, you weren't able, you had to buy it, and then you had to maintain it, and then you had to go through costly, super expensive upgrades to maintaining those systems. And this has fundamentally shifted in, in the last few years with SaaS, with so software as a service. So the whole concept around which IWMS was really built really kind of neglected some of those basic concepts that we're having to face in 2019 and, and moving forward. So we feel we're doing something radically, fundamentally different than what we've been doing in the, in the past 10, 20 years. And it's really focusing on that employee experience. We really feel that we're doing something that we're calling IXMS. So this is really conveniently, as the slide implies, X comes after W, so this is literally the next letter in the alphabet, but it's really, um, X stands for a couple of different things. It stands for the employee experience, it stands for the user experience, it stands for all sorts of things that happen in the workplace. And this is a fundamentally different shift where the market is today. So it's, the solution is really looking at uh, first and foremost, prioritizing space is the foundation to everything we do in the, in the workplace. So at iOffice, we have different modules, but we're really prioritizing space as critical to everything we do. The second component here is around some of the business forces, uh, employee experience, user experience, really focusing on those. I think one of the things that we try to do in our development process is focus, focus, focus on simplicity. Find that easy button whenever we can, whereas a lot of um, IWMS is in the past of over-engineered, trying to be everything to everybody, and in the process they made the user experience super complicated. And when it comes to the employee experience, we're trying to do everything from phones to wearable technology to screens or uh, digital dashboards and things of that nature to make it simple for people to, to get to the information they need to, to do their job. The other concept that we're supporting here is around technology forces. So. 10, 15 years ago, the, the concept of the Internet of Things, that didn't exist. So we're using different types of sensors, different types of IoT devices to really track where people are, not to play police or um, monitor where they are, but really to, to use that sort of data so we can do a better space plan around how our spaces are being utilized. So we can empirically use IoT devices to track if conference rooms are being used. If they're not being used, let's reconfigure them in a way that they need to be used. Um, certain st statistics are out there that uh, most conference spaces are utilized somewhere around the 30 to 40% range. Uh, and I see that all the time with our clients. And the problem in many cases is that you've got large conference rooms. And the way we work today, the way my team works, is we work in small, small meetings. So yes, let's have one big boardroom for those big, large meetings, but let's have lots of different smaller spaces where three to four people can get together and, and work. So we're using IoT for ourselves in our own office. We're using that with our clients. There are different sensor providers out here. They all have pros and cons in terms of what the, the business cases that they're trying to solve. But at the end of the day, we use that data to, again, enable the employee to understand what spaces are available right now to check into a space uh, and for space planners to understand how those spaces were utilized so that they can do a better space plan for the future to get the right spaces that really support connecting employees to, the to, their, to their workplace. Fourth concept here is around experiential simplicity. So again, we're, we're trying to find the simple button every single time we're building something to simplify the user experience. Uh, we're not gonna try to engineer, like IWMS did, every solution under the sun for every single scenario out there. We're really trying to focus on what are the primary challenges in the workplace and design simple solutions like we are used to on our mobile devices uh, with, within our solution. And the last concept can't be understated. The whole concept of SaaS. 
Uh, most of the vendors out there today are not SaaS, have not been SaaS from inception. iOffice is one of the few that is SaaS based from the beginning. I think the, the important thing for business users to understand about this is A, it's cheaper to lease your software than to buy it. You don't have the infrastructure costs to implement it. And when it comes to an upgrade perspective, those things are pushed out to you, just like your, your banking and your social media apps on your phone, those get pushed out to you automatically without any sort of expensive upgrade. So it's, it's fundamentally changed how we can roll things out in the workplace. The other concept, as the slide refers to at the very bottom there in this section, is the whole concept of uh, continual integration and continual delivery. That's really changed in the software world where um, the way most agile software develop, or developers like iOffice, where they are today is we're able to, in very quick sprints, release software on a weekly basis. Every day we are merging code into our, our master branch of code for ourselves. We test it rigorously, it goes through a, a couple of week process. We'll roll it out to um, different clients to A-B test our software. I think that the value prop, the, the thing that's really important when it comes back to the conversation about experience is as the workplace identifies and dictates new needs for employees, we're able to quickly roll those solutions out on a weekly, monthly basis. We're not having to wait six, 12 months like some of the other historical IWMS solutions have had to do in the past. So it's fundamentally changed where we're heading. And I think what we're trying to design and develop is a, a platform that is always prepared for that continual next, because we never know what's going to be out there tomorrow. So just as AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, IoT, all these things have kind of popped up over the last 10 years, uh, we know there's, there's more coming. So we're designing uh, our platform to be as open as possible and as quick as possible to respond to things as they, they come to the, the market. So the, the whole concept of IXMS, we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We're not saying IWMS is a bad thing, but we're saying it can be better. So we are working with different IWMS solutions that are out on the market. Uh, if you will, IXMS is really kind of a, uh, a space satellite, if you use the imagery that we've got here, where it kind of hovers and can connect to IWMS solutions. We've got several clients who want to push their data into IXMS, and we've developed a proprietary integration platform that is part of the whole IXMS concept that allows us to quickly consume that data. And then our employee experience, which I'll talk about here in a minute, is it's a Hummingbird application. Uh, the, the name came about from the perspective of Hummingbird. A Hummingbird hovers, so it kind of hovers over everything else. So you can have all these complex technologies in the background, but the employee experience is very simple, and it's using a Hummingbird app that's hovering above everything else. Uh, IXMS is leveraging, or will be leveraging. We don't have today AI solutions. We're working on that right now. Uh, we have different IoT providers that we work with, that, and we're trying to make that as agnostic as possible. So as different vendors create new sensors with, that support new business cases, we will work with them. And within our marketplace, the marketplace concept is really all about having different plug-and-play applications, just like you have in mobile applications today, where you can turn on things like Slack or access to Uber when you're booking a room, or uh, other types of services that could be tied to building automation systems, or more complex th things like ERP systems, and uh, other types of maintenance and operation type systems. Uh, and then the office services that I'm talking about in the upper part of the slide are some of these classic components of iOffice that have looked at things like mail services and copy services, visitor management, uh, asset management, things of that nature. So it's really 
uh, expanding upon the whole concept of what, I, what IWMS used to do and really taking it to a, a new field uh, in, in 2020 and beyond. So why is this important? This, the, the, the studies have shown that if you are investing in this, as corporations invest in this, they are seeing that impact on their bottom line. So these are, this is coming from Gallup, it's not my number, it's really what the industry, Gartner has other statistics that really kind of show how those clients that support um, EX, they're getting those sorts of returns. Uh, there are other, other business outcomes we could talk about in terms of employees that are satisfied and do feel connected to their workspace. A, especially in 2019, it's, it's partially about a, a, uh, attracting talent, right? It's partially about having a workplace that where you, when we have a competitive low uh, employment rate like we do today, making sure that people are attracted to your workplace and want to work for you. And then secondly, it's about retaining those people, making sure that they are uh, in the right jobs, but also have the right tools in their job, in the workplace to get their job done. So it, it's, a, it's a critical return on investment from that perspective. And it's also about reducing additional services, compiling those, consolidating those in that employee experience app where they can get quick access to those, the tools that they need. So Hummingbird is our mobile application. There are different types of devices we support. Of course, we have desktops and laptops, but we also have space panels, uh, little boards you can go in and reserve a space when you're checking into a space, so you don't have to even get on your phone if you don't want. Uh, if you are traveling at the airport, like I, I do all the time, I can go into my phone and quickly book a room, book a service, find people. When I get to a space, I can find people. Um, I can uh, pre-register people that are coming to the office to meet me, and I can also have a watch list to make sure that certain people don't show up. Um, I can have uh, wearable devices like my phone where I'm getting notifications all the time, either via Slack or via email, that, hey, it's time to check in. I can even check in from my, from my watch these days. So all that sort of capability is, is really where we're heading with, with uh, iOffice. So this is just a, a bit of a teaser slide to describe some of the other areas beyond employee experience that iOffice is covering. Um, our booth is down at the far end, the polar opposite part of the forum here. So if you have other questions about some of the other things that we're doing, please come to our booth and visit us. Um, and that's pretty much all I was going to go through today. If you have any questions, uh, I've got my email, my phone number right here. But I'm happy to take any questions you guys might have. I think I went over, if I'm reading this right, um, or maybe I'm right at, right at the spot. But any questions? I'll come back to you so you can speak into the mic. The integration part of that platform, particularly as it relates to disparate systems and things like that. Sure. So the question was, talk about um, the integration to other systems, especially with disparate systems. So. Uh, like lots of software vendors, we've developed APIs over the years, so there are different technologies, and even the API world is kind of changing with GraphQL and, and, and that, without geeking out on you. Uh, we have different APIs, but we've also developed a proprietary integration platform that is kind of a plug and play that has workflows and things like that that we're going to be launching this quarter. So it's part of the whole IXMS part of what we're doing. Anybody else? No? Okay. Have a great conference. Thank you for tuning into What's Next. Have an idea or point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast.